You are listening to more for the woman who simply wants more with Tiffany Largy. So I am supposed to speak. So I'm well into my career, right? My career. I use that word because we had a woman in the studio this week and she used the word career. And I was like, I'm going to use that word a bit because I've never used the word career in this journey. So I have now been teaching people around the world for probably about four, maybe five years because my 10th year is coming up. And I find myself with an opportunity to speak in Skokie, Illinois. Now, I'm grateful for it because uh, there's a chamber or a group that has a huge business meeting once a month and they've asked me to come and speak. They bring speakers from everywhere and I'm the only person speaking for the day. Now, We've been talking about respect, demanding respect, commanding respect, getting respect as a woman. And I promise you, it is not an easy task, but it's something that's a must and it's at the forefront because we need people to respect us. And before I tell you this story, I I want you to get your mind around who needs to be respecting you. Employees need to respect you. Your mom needs to respect you. Your dad needs to respect you. Your brothers and sisters need to respect you. Your employer needs to respect you. Your cousins, your tias, the people down the street, your neighbor, your city, your mayor, your country, whatever it is, you deserve respect. Now, whether or not you're getting it right now is a different conversation. And we've got to get through that together. But I want to be transparent and say that you actually deserve respect and you don't need to earn it. It is yours. But I got to get you to give it to yourself first. That is how we build a better team that we can scale faster. That is how we stop the problems that are happening when it comes to customer fulfillment. That is how we stop a lot of the issues when when we find, oh, I'm always in a situation or I've been sued three or four times or whatever the thing might be. It's going to come from the amount of respect at the table. Promise. Now, there's this moment in which I am asked to speak in Skokie, Illinois. I promise you I'm stoked. I speak all around the country at this point and and it's good. Like speaking is good. I'm doing a great job. Um, I've got been given great audiences. So like, what more could I want? I roll up at this place about 7.15, 7.30 in the morning. And no BS, I'm there, you know, and I'm grateful. They have breakfast. It's in this huge place. So I decide that I'm going to not wear, like, I realize they don't have any pictures around about me. They don't have no pamphlets. There's no picture that shows that I am a Black woman. I take a deep breath as I realize that this crowd is all white. Now, again, this is not about race, but listen to what happens next. So I decide to go to this counter and start making coffee, pour myself some orange juice. Now, before I can do anything, a guy walks up to me and he's like, hey, how you doing? And just imagine me stirring, like I just poured sugar in my cup and now I'm stirring this thing. And I look over to my right and I'm like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, it's so good to see you people here. And I looked at him like I looked at him hard and I was like, what? I'm so glad to see you people here because, you know, there's just not enough of you guys here. And the truth is that I feel like now, now we're having a real conversation and such and such and such. I let this thing go. Fast forward, before I can pour more cream in my sugar to make it my, my sugar, more cream is what it felt like, more cream in my coffee to make this thing lighter, over to my left, another guy comes over, another white guy, and he's like, hey, hey, how you doing? Oh, you guys are here. I was like, you guys, 
Now, before I can say anything else, he comes too close to me. He's all in my face. He's in my grill. And he's legit like, oh, man, I, how does he say this? He's like, man, I, um, I always, like, I'm always, I'm so happy to see you guys here because, you know, I'm, I've been trying to help you guys for a long time, but you guys don't really want help. So, you know, I'm glad that you, that you are here so that you, basically he's telling me he's glad I'm here so that I can just take it back to every black person that's ever lived and just, and just spread back the news or something. It is the most wildest experience ever. I'm beyond myself. One more person comes up to me with some smart ass response. And Bessie, let me tell you something. I'm legit just looking in the mirror, like in my heart, in the mirror. And I'm like, are you even ready for this? Because now I'm thinking to myself, why now I'm thinking to myself, these people are not ready for me. Like they don't know that it's me. 10 minutes later, set everybody setting down, taking a seat, all this other stuff. And I take my seat. Now I take a seat at the front. It's a huge room. I take my seat at the front. And um this wonderful woman gets on stage and she's not an event planner, but she's the owner of the, or, or the leader of this organization or, or and I can't remember exactly the details, but she's a very nice lady because she's one who called me in Los Angeles and got me to come over and all this stuff. And it was great. So legit, she's like, oh my God, I'm so excited, everybody. We have someone who came all the way from Los Angeles. Da, 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 da. I've been wanting to get this speaker out for you because I knew that she had something to teach and all this stuff, you know? And before I noticed, she's like, please, welcome to the stage, Tiffany Largy. And I, I get up slowly. I leave like a three-second pause so that everybody is looking around going, who the hell is Tiffany Largy? She's here. I didn't know she was here. The woman's looking directly at me. I take a deep breath. I actually probably take it a deep breath, you know, in between like pissing myself and like having my own panic attack. I take the stage. And as I walk up on the stage, I see Jaws legit drop. They're like, what? And you could see disappointment, anger, annoyance. And very quickly, I see a bunch of people start packing up their bags like they're ready to go. They're packing up their stuff, picking up their stuff and getting ready to go. And I say this. It looks like some of you are getting up to leave. Probably because you're a little disappointed that, uh, or maybe you weren't expecting this version of Tiffany Largy. But let me just say this. If you have not built a seven-figure business yet, then you need to sit down because I have something to teach you. In this moment, there is a wide moment of, <gasps> ah, it's uncomfortable. It's tense. The event planner, I can tell, is like twitching in the back. and. I have to own the stage and where I am and command the respect. Some of the moments that are in front of you are simply about stating facts in order to convey a message. When you use facts and you remove yourself from opinion and you remove yourself from emotion, facts will always win. Facts and experience cannot be argued. Can't be argued. I built a seven-figure business and I didn't use a funnel. That's a fact. You can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. You can argue with my feelings. You can argue with my opinions, but no one can argue with your fact. And if they decide to argue with your fact, guess what happens? They're wrong. So in this moment, when I said to, I had to say, if you have not built a seven-figure business yet, then uh, you need to sit down. I have something to teach you. I wasn't being arrogant. 
I didn't chew bubble gum and smack my lips. I didn't roll my eyes. I didn't throw anything at them. I just simply, oh my gosh, Siri want to get in this conversation. Y'all heard my watch go off like that? What kind of the hoo-ha? Siri talking about she don't understand. Siri wasn't even invited to this conversation. You see how people just jump in and start talking, talking shit, and they're not even involved in the conversation in the first place? I can't stand these people. She is a resemblance of the people that were in the audience. Wanted to have an opinion before they were asked. Get on my last nerve. Now, the truth of the matter is that I found myself on this stage. All of the eyes were on me. But not only were all the eyes on me, I knew that they weren't respecting who I was because of the color that was in front of them. This was so emotionally hard for me, but I, instead of going and starting my talk and just letting the chips fall where they're made, I needed to take control and command respect. So respect cannot be asked for at the end. Respect has to be asked for at the beginning. And if you start your journey by asking for respect, then we all win. If you start your journey by asking for respect, we all win. But you have to ask for the respect in order for the respect to be given. And you have to go first in the asking. If I had waited to the end to ask for respect, they may or may not, they would have made a decision about me. Some would have tuned me out. They'd be on their phones. Half of them would have gotten up and walked out the door. But I wasn't going to let that happen because I had flown all the way from Los Angeles to talk to these damn people. Are you out of your mind? You're not going to walk out on my ass. That's not going to happen. No, because that's not, because if I can get you to see past this color, I really can't help you. But I have to be willing to do the work required, which was own my value. I had to be willing to do the work that was required, which was own my value. You see this? I had to be willing to do the work that was required, which was owning my value. Bestie, my statement to you is sweet pea, honey bunches, own your value. Me making that statement was not really about them. Like, I want to be clear. Me making that statement had nothing to do with me making them feel good. It really was about me feeling good because independent of them, I needed to own the fact that I had actually accomplished this thing and that I, that, that in this moment, they weren't going to make me feel inferior. That's not going to happen because as far as I'm concerned, the fact is I, I, I built a seven-figure business without a funnel before the age of 30. That fact, you can't argue with. Now, I give a talk around the power of story, which I wasn't prepared to talk about. Um, I was actually there to talk about lead acquisition and um, uh, like building, not building team, but building your sales process through, like by amplifying such and such. I ended up talking about the power of story, how I built a seven-figure business without an online funnel. That's what I went there and talked to them about. There I was 30 minutes into the game, maybe 45. I give this keynote. This thing is off the chain because for me, I'm so focused on making sure I convey the value of what I have to offer them, which is this path of how I built a seven-figure business. And I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it to them. I'm not going to ask them for anything at the end and I'm going to be done. When I was finished, the line was... I There was like 80-something people in line. The lady, the sweet woman who runs this organization, she came up to me. She goes, I cannot believe there are people waiting in line to talk to you. She goes, I've been doing this, I think she said, either seven years or 14 years. I know that's a big gap. I want to say she said 14 years. And I want to say that she was the active person 
for the last seven. She's like, there has never been a speaker where there is a line at the end. And she asked me, how did I do it? And I said, you know, I just own my value and I made it non-negotiable. And I asked them for the respect. And I guess because I share, because you see the power of story, and I'm not going to talk about that yet, but I am going to get into this with this in this series that we're in. And if you haven't gone and seen the series, please, please, please go find the other seven of these or six of these, because I'm doing a specific seven-part series to make sure that you have a clear way on how to own your value in the midst of all the things so you can get to all the things. All right, stay with me. Now, the truth is that I said to her, I just use my story. And I'm not going to talk about story yet. I'm going to talk about that next. But it's important for me to highlight that in me using my story as the backbone, my human appeal simply connected with their human appeal. I'm just talking to another human. It wasn't about talking about women or men or this color or that color. It was like, listen, I'm a human. Respect what I've done, but stay and respect me enough, enough to listen to me. Now, the other day I told you, or last week, I told you you don't have to earn respect. I lied a little bit because there, there's a caveat to this. Because so in sales and business, you have to earn respect, but really you're earning the listening or the lean in for the person every single time. So every part of the sales process, every part of the community building process, we are earning the respect along the way. And through earning that respect along the way, you totally get the person to come in and you say, and they say, um, yes, I want to listen to you more. So if I wasn't, if I wasn't good in the first eight minutes, five minutes, then I would not have earned enough respect as a speaker or a teacher for them to stay. I want to highlight this because I know someone's going to try and take it out of context. Right out of the gate, you just need to respect me because I'm another human. But you can respect me more because of things that I do, things that I present, things that I give you. Make sense? Now, uh, the line is through the roof. I'm there for about two and a half hours afterwards, talking to people, hugging people, walking them through answers to their questions about their business. And it's a great day. I learned something so important about myself. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end right, right about in a moment. But I learned something so stupidly important about myself because up until that moment, part of me was feeling a, a little like a little tense in certain rooms, a little outsider because I'm not part of the good old boy system and the industry that I was in. I really don't have know anybody. I didn't get a at a boy thrown at me. No one just kind of put me on stage. No one helped me up. Nothing like that happened. So I really had to work for everything. Every moment of respect, I had to work for hard. So for me, it was like, Man, I learned something. I w- I'm not, I didn't learn to shut people up because that was never my goal. But I definitely learned if you're not going to, you're going to try not to give me mother respect. I'm going, I'm going, to, I need to make it clear that this is what the, this is what the game is. The game is, oh no, you're not going to disrespect me because disrespectful would be you walking out when I'm speaking. Disrespectful will be that you walk out after you saw that it was me and I wasn't, and no, uh-uh, because you didn't give me an opportunity to to display what I know or be clear on who I am. And so, uh-uh, we just not doing it. All right. So in this particular moment, my number one goal was for you to see the other side of commanding respect. I, I walked you through this crazy experience because I, I learned what I needed for my next level of growth, which was as a woman, I needed to re- command respect even when I was afraid. 
I needed to command respect even when all the odds were against me. I don't want, there wasn't even a black, there wasn't even like a janitor in the back. You get it? Like there was nobody back there. And I knew that I was going to live and die by myself um, on this stage and the decision I made. But it turns out that by me making that decision and holding my own value in front and not through the clothes I was wearing, the car I'm driving, not through I got a PhD and all these other licenses because that's also for the birds but simply because I am who I am and because I have experienced what they have not, which means I have the responsibility of deciding this is what gives me the right. I want you to think about like, what gives you the right, bestie? Like what gives you the right? What gives you the right? What gives you the right to do whatever you do? What gives you the right to talk to people like that, to to demand X, to get X, to go here? Like what gives you the right? That's the question I have to answer all the time. It is the number one thing that saves me from um, going off on people. But no, it saves me from having to re-explain myself and justify, re-justify all the time. I can't wait to see how you go and get your more. Go grab your more and build more this very week. Girl, wasn't that amazing? Listen, I wish that I'd had conversations like the one that you and I just had. I mean, on my way to my first 10K, 100K, million with another woman, a woman who just gave me the game, the inside thoughts, all the stuff that we're not talking about on the surface. I wish I had heard from a woman who gave me the more and told me it was okay to be who I am and the way I was and I didn't have to be apologetic about it all the time. That's why I'm so excited that we get to be here together. Here's what I selfishly want you to do because I want to see you in just a couple of days from now. On Wednesday, there is something called Tequila with Tiffany. You can head to tequilawithtiffany.com right now and register. You and I get to have a drink. We're going to happy hour virtually. And I'm going to give you the current game, what's happening right now at this exact moment so that we can acquire more and micro steps in between this. And if you're like, Tiffany, I don't even know. I don't know what I need. Then do this. Send us a note, send me an email, send a pigeon, tie it and send it over here to Phoenix. But whatever it is, make sure that you're taking a step. And I want you to know that I'm here with you so that we can take it together. I can't wait to see you on the next episode as we race towards more. 